The Lord be with you. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. And then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let may it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. All right. So, I know some of you uh, are uh, been through the adult confirmation class with Sue, and then I know one of you has been through class with Tice as a teen, and then a bunch of you have been uh, journeying as, as children being confirmed. I have a test that I'm going to give to you tonight. This is your final confirmation test. It's a little bit of memory work that you're going to have to do, and you have to pass this test in order to be confirmed a little bit later on. And I'm going to warn you right now, this test is, is hard, but I think you can do it. I think you can do it. Are you ready for this? Yeah? They're looking at me like, what is going on? All right, fair enough. Okay. Let me back up a little bit. I want to explain uh, just a bit about our reading tonight to sort of set the course for us. You don't get lower or smaller or more insignificant than what we heard in that gospel reading. Nazareth was a no-name, nothing town. <laughs> and in that day and age, in that society, to be a young, poor, unmarried girl was about as insignificant as you could be. Not in our society, thank God, but in that day, insignificant. So you have this insignificant person, and you have this insignificant place. But it is precisely there, and to whom that God sends the angel Gabriel to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin whose name is Mary. I want to show to you a picture. It's my favorite painting of Mary. This is by the American artist Henry Tanner. It's called The Annunciation. It's a picture of what we heard. Uh, the, The big beam of light there is meant to be the angel Gabriel. And there's Mary. And I want you just to look at her for a moment. The reason why this is one of my favorite paintings of all, 
is because I think we can all find ourselves in Mary. There, unknown, small, insignificant. When the angel Gabriel came to her, do you realize, those of you uh, who are the, the, the children among us, do you realize she was probably just a few years older than you? And so when God came to her, through her, he did one of the most incredible things. In fact, it was the most incredible thing of all time, of all of human history. He makes this proposal to her that she would become the mother of his son so that through her, he could enter into the whole world that he created, that he would come to save us and to redeem us. And you heard what Mary's answer was. I'm the servant of the Lord. May it be to me as you have spoken. Or to put it into one simple word, Mary said, yes. She said, yes to God. And for the one of you to be baptized tonight, and for all of you to be confirmed tonight, and for actually everybody who is here tonight, there's not a better thing that we could be thinking about than to say yes to God. So I want to say quick, three quick things about this. Number one, you may think that you're insignificant and that you're from an insignificant place. I mean, we're from Elkhart, Indiana, or Michiana, whatever that means. But because God chose to come to someone the likes of Mary, it goes to show us that he would come to people the likes of us. In Ephesians 1.4, it says this, The Father chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. Think about that for a minute. Before God created the entire universe, he was thinking about you. Second, when Mary becomes pregnant with Jesus, she's not just pregnant in her womb, she's pregnant in her heart. Jesus would only remain in her womb for nine months, but he remained in her heart. He still remains in her heart, doesn't he? Always. And as your pastor tonight, your spiritual father, and I know I speak for the people sitting in your pew with you who love you so much. And I know I'm speaking for our whole Trinity family. There is nothing more that I want for you and these people who love you want for you than for Jesus to remain in your heart always. That you would always walk with him. But here's the third thing. You must decide. You must choose. Those of you, again, who are still at home living with your parents and growing up, many decisions have been made for you to this point. Now it's time for you to start to decide. Those of you who are adults who are taking this step forward in faith, now it is time for you to decide. You must choose. In a moment, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions, and you're going to say it out loud, and you're going to say it with your lips. But here's the thing. Only you, only you know, and God, only the two of you know if you are really answering those questions from the depths of your heart. That's the test I'm giving you tonight. That's this final confirmation exam for you to take. I told you I wanted you to memorize something. You only have to memorize one word. That part's simple. The word is yes. Here's the hard part. It's easy to say it. It's truly hard to live it. 
to give God your yes. Not just tonight. To give God your yes each and every day of your life. But just like Mary gave her yes to God, that is my hope and prayer for you tonight, that you give Him your yes. Whatever it is in life that God asks you to do, say yes. As you make your first communion tonight, and you'll take communion many, many more times after this, but every time you take Holy Communion, Jesus wants to come and live in you through His body and blood. He wants to live in you. Say yes. As your life continues to unfold and God lays out His plan and His will and His purpose and His calling for your life, say yes. And on the last day of your life, when Jesus comes for you to take you to His heaven, say yes. Yes, say yes. It is a one-word, simple prayer that applies to every situation in your life. Because when we say yes to God, that means we go looking for Him. That we seek to always do His will. That we surrender ourselves in obedience to everything He asks of us. When the angel Gabriel came to Mary, and she gave her yes to God, Then the Holy Spirit came upon her, and she became pregnant with our Savior Jesus in an incredible miracle. Friends, that same Holy Spirit who worked that miracle, that's the same Holy Spirit who comes upon you tonight, that you receive, that you receive in your baptism that you receive in your confirmation, affirming the promises of your baptism made for you. That Spirit comes upon you so that you can give Him your yes all of your days. So now it's time to take your test. Are you ready? You took me seriously, right? Because we're going to do this. In a moment, I'm going to count down. I'm going to say, three, two, one, say yes. I want you to give your yes to God. I want you to do it out loud. I want you to say it loud enough that the people at home can hear you. But here's what I'm really hoping for, is that you don't just say it with your lips. What I'm praying for is that you give your yes in the depths of your heart. Give your yes to God. All right. So whether you're in Tice's class or Sue's class, whether you're going to be baptized tonight or whether you're going to be confirmed tonight, wherever you're you're sitting right now, I want you to stand up. I'm serious. Stand up. (laughs) And if you're ready to give your yes, loud and clear, ready? Three, two, one, say. That was pretty good. But I got to tell you, the fifth graders did better at five o'clock. Let's do it one more time. Ready? Three, two, one. May you always give him your yes. You can be seated now.